You're listening to Day 44 of A Little Bit of Heaven, a special study from North Richland Hills Baptist and Cross Church, focusing on the Christian hope for this life and the life to come. Here's Pastor Scott Mays. Since dead bodies decompose, can we really expect our dead bodies to come to life again? Perhaps your family member or friend was cremated. Maybe their ashes were spread over the ocean. You may be wondering, how are we going to restore and raise a body that's been spread all over the ocean? Well, the New Testament utilizes scientific lessons from agriculture to help us better understand the resurrection. We are told the resurrection will take place just like a seed becoming a tree. Beginning in verse 35 of 1 Corinthians 15, the Bible says, But someone will ask, How are the dead raised? And with what kind of body do they come, you foolish person? What you sow does not come to life unless it dies. And what you sow is not the body that is to be, but a bare kernel, perhaps of wheat or some other grain. But God gives it a body as he's chosen to each kind of seed its own body. Now the Bible offers an analogy of how the resurrection to heaven takes place in three steps. First, a seed is not made alive until it's dead. Secondly, a seed in the ground looks nothing like the tree that emerges several years later. And three, God makes the seed transition to a tree or a plant. Like a farmer doesn't understand how the seed turns into a tree, the believer doesn't understand how the dead person will turn to life again. Verse 37, And what you sow is not the body that is to be but a bare kernel, perhaps of wheat or some other grain. A grain of wheat looks like the same as a grain of sand to the naked eye. But a naked seed goes in the ground, and voila, out comes a tree. When you plant a seed of wheat, you don't see another seed emerge from the ground, but a stalk shoot out of the ground. And a naked eye sees nothing in the normal human body that makes you think they will rise again for eternity. Yet God is able to create us with an immortal, transformed, upgraded, resurrected body that will never perish, spoil, or fade. Every seed is his own body. Think with me for a moment. Have the Bible said your life is like a leaf? When the Bible compares your life to a seed, it's important to understand your life isn't a leaf. Imagine if Paul had said life is a leaf that falls to the ground and is transformed into beautiful colors as it decays. Had the Bible compared your life to a leaf and the best part of your life is now. All that would remain of you is that you were a leaf and decaying with such beautiful colors. But friend, your next life isn't where you rot away like a leaf. Instead, for every Christ-filled, spirit-embracing, faith-filled person, your life is like a seed that will flourish. Your life is like a seed that will be transformed with fresh green beauty. You will burst forth into beautiful colors in your next life with all the energy and verb that imagination can muster. But if your life is like a seed, then the best part of your life is what is to come. It's the sequel. Again, the Bible speaks of your future, your upgraded, transformed bodies when it says, beginning in verse 42 of 1 Corinthians 15, so it is with the resurrection of the dead. What is sown is perishable, what is raised is imperishable. It is sown in dishonor, it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness, it is raised in power. It is sown a natural body, it is raised a spiritual body. If there's a natural body, there's also a spiritual body. The Bible says your body will be transformed in power. Oh, how weak we become when we die. Your friends will carry you off to your grave. You don't have the power in the end of your life to even lay yourself down in your last resting place. 
But one day your powerless body will be raised in power. The power of the risen body will be utterly inconceivable. My eyes will be able to see with a great distance. My memory will never fail. My heart will love to an infinite degree. Jenny Craig will be out of business one day. There's no need to worry about cholesterol or high blood pressure. You'll be young and live forever. Your best life is to come, and because life has a sequel, you will burst forth beautiful color. Let me close with an old story from Michael Faraday, a chemist. A lady brought to Michael Faraday a gold cup to have its gold content analyzed, and as he had it in his laboratory, it slipped from his hands and fell into a casket of chemically pure acid and was dissolved. Here this lady's precious golden cup ruined. Well, Michael Faraday was not to be outdone. He had put that into the acid, the proper reagent, that caused the gold to to particulate out into the dust at the bottom. He then poured the acid carefully off and washed the gold particles that were in the bottom. And then he sent it to the man who had originally made the cup and received the pattern, the mold. He melted the cup down, poured it into that mold, and had again the same cup. And then he wrote to the lady, Then Mr. Faraday made a cup from the grave of the cup where there was no cup. The cup had been dissolved. The particles were scattered throughout the acid. The cup was a new one, although made of the old materials. It was exactly like the old one. I think that's a pretty good illustration of the resurrection where our Lord Jesus takes the particles that seem to be dissolved. That brings us to a problem. They say, well, now look, how's God going to do that? Well, there's a fellow who worked in a sawmill in Mississippi and loses a finger. And then he's drafted to Vietnam and he loses a foot. And then he becomes a missionary, dies in Africa and was buried there and has become the bark of a tree where that finally absorbed his molecules. How's God going to get all those particles together? Look how they're all scattered out. Well, my friend, here I am made up of particles from everywhere right now made of raisins from California, apples of Oregon, beef from Kansas, and swamp cabbage from Florida. It's all coming together to make me up right now what I am. I'm just simply the gathering of particles from all over that are revolving around a continuing principle. You see, it's not the particles that make me. Those particles will change every seven years, we're told. Old cells are removed and new cells replace it, but there's a continuing principle that makes you and me. You ladies look down at that diamond that you're wearing on your hand and you see that diamond that your husband gave you when he wanted to become your husband. He said, will you? And you said yes. And you look down there at that diamond and that diamond is made of carbon, the same thing that coal's made of. Look at that old black, messy lump of coal. Look at that diamond. What's the difference? It's the same substance, but it's been changed. Someone has well said that coal is carbon in humiliation and a diamond is carbon in glory. Right now we are in humiliation, but one day this same person will be raised up in glory, sown in dishonor, raised in glory.